Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 384. We're going to be talking, do restaurants or influencers pay for the meal? And we're going to be talking with Daniela of Colorado Foodie. This is episode two of eight of Denver Restaurant TikTok Week. You know, I've been pushing that we need to get out there. We need to tell stories. We need to go beyond what's just on the plate and short form video, be it TikTok, Reels on Facebook, Reels on Instagram is absolutely the way to show the people, the product, the process beyond just the sexy food porn pick. We need to show depth and range. And this is one of the ways to do that. And we're going to be talking to content creators all week that are out there, that are showing off the Denver food scene uh, in their ways, that are connecting with their communities. We're going to try and understand their approach, some of the challenges that they face, restaurants might face, and how we all kind of come together and galvanize to uplift the restaurant scene as a whole. And very specifically this week, talking about Denver, that's uh, hoping this can apply to any other market across the country. All right, we're going to show a little clip real quick here of, uh, I'm excited about this. I just saw like the first three seconds of it, of Freedom Street Social, our good friends, Gertie Harris and, the, and that whole crew, as well as Taj, big fans of them. So check out this, uh, this clip. Come with me to Arvada's newest food hall. Burgers, empanadas, opening Wednesday, July 13th. I don't know if it's just me. Do we just like lose audio on the ha- second half of that? Hey, you know, it looked good to me. So sorry for anybody who's just listening on the audio podcast. I guess you're going to have to come over and check it out because the food looks amazing there. The vibe, the energy. Let's uh, let's go ahead and bring it Daniela here to talk with us. Daniela, good to see you. Hi, good to see you. I love that you highlighted Freedom Street. Uh, just everybody, as I mentioned down there, really great people. And having talked to them, they were supposed to open in like February. And yeah. it's such a struggle, such a grind for restaurants to get open right now. So I'm so happy to see uh, content coming out of there. Uh, just real quick, let's let's touch on that since everyone got to see that. Like, you know, what was it like? Obviously, the food looked great and everything. But what was the energy like uh, when you were there? Yeah, so I got a sneak peek uh, last week before they opened, and everyone there was super friendly. They were super excited. All of the staff was really nice and attentive. Uh, the food was amazing, and the variety was really, really great. I I loved there were tacos and empanadas, and there were uh, hot chicken sandwiches and deep dish pizza and sushi burritos and all kinds of really great food and variety. Um, but really the people were awesome. Uh, Chef Taj, like you mentioned, he has just an open kitchen uh, where he was doing a demo 
and talking to all the guests. So I got to speak with him a little bit and he is so friendly, super outgoing, so talented. So it was a really great experience and I'm really excited for them to open today. Yeah, love hearing that. Yeah, he's going to be doing a little showcase kitchen there. And I think also bringing chefs in residence where where different guest chefs will come for maybe a month at a time. Just a really cool concept to highlight people, as you mentioned, which I think is important. And so yeah. the relationships that we have on the content creation side with restaurants is something that I really want to talk about because it is so important for us to understand the dynamic at play when we are looking at the content that's coming out supporting and highlighting restaurants there's still like a misconception especially in the restaurant industry when you say the word influencers they cringe because they think or they've heard or maybe they had a bad experience thinking that an influencer is just somebody who wants free food and the reality is look there's a few assholes out there that are absolutely doing that yet by and large the majority yourself everyone we're highlighting is really really trying to put those people those restaurants, their city on a pedestal and show off what is possible and capable and the food and the people and all of that. And so I wanted to dig into that a little bit because, you know, it's not fair for you to get shade thrown at you because of this misconception. Look, if a guest has a bad experience, they will give you another shot. That doesn't mean every guest is having a bad experience in your restaurant. So don't think that you've heard of a bad experience or you had a bad experience with somebody that that means everyone's like that. I wanted to lay that groundwork, Daniela, because <laughs> I know that that's something that you grapple with. In the article, the Roundup article, I want to make sure everyone checks that out. You helped us break down some of your costs, the time, the effort, the cost that it takes you to be able to produce one of these videos. I think it's important for us to understand that. Now let's talk about the dynamic of play. For the most part, people are reaching out to you, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. saying, come to our restaurants and highlight what we're doing. Talk us through then the process of who pays for that? What's the expectation? Yeah, so mostly restaurants uh, will reach out and say, you know, we'd love to have you in. If you could make a TikTok video or do an Instagram post and we'll provide you with a meal. Um, sometimes there's a specific amount set. Sometimes they just say, you know, we'll give you a few featured items that we'd like to highlight. Um, so I go in and I do the content creation and then I go home and kind of put it all together and then usually post, uh, for them within the week. Okay. So you turn those around pretty quickly for them. Yeah. And have you, have you had issues with, with like it not being clear, the expectations not being exactly what they were. One person who was talking to you is there general manager or social media manager or something and then the person who's there that day doesn't know about it like all the communication lines breaking down because that happens all the time in restaurants talk yeah. to us about that a little bit yeah there can definitely be uh some miscommunication i think with someone that's running their social media pages and then the person that's running the front of the house um so that can be a little uncomfortable if they didn't know that i was coming right um but, you know, when I'm coming in, I'm, I'm there to help promote their restaurant and their food and spread the word about their food. Um, so I try to just convey that to the front of the house manager. You know, hey, I spoke to so-and-so um, on Instagram or on TikTok and they wanted to have me in. Um, and usually everyone's great with it. And I haven't really had a bad experience, but I have seen the disconnect in communication sometimes. 
Yeah, that's on us. We suck at communications <laughs> internally. That happens all the time. And uh, and it's it's unfortunate because, again, not understanding influencer marketing as the current state of what's happening with restaurant marketing as a whole, it is the absolute most underpriced attention you could possibly get for your restaurant. So you coming in, spending several hours on the on the back end and then in the restaurant itself, and then a restaurant getting that level of attention, you know, the impact of it, what's what's been the follow up from restaurants when they see, wow, like people have mentioned seeing your video, people have engaged with them, they've got followers on their social media, any of those elements from feedback from restaurants? You know, I wish there was more sometimes, you know, oftentimes it's yep. just, you know, it's made and it's thank you and we'll repost it. Um, and then it kind of ends there. I have had a couple times, you know, restaurants have um, another restaurant that they own and they say, we'd love to have you into this one. And so that kind of gives me some reassurance, you know, that I did a good job creating the content. Um, but that's only happened a couple of times. Mostly it's just, you know, thank you. And then. Damn it, Danielle, I want to apologize on behalf of <laughs> restaurants being selfish and stuck in their bubble. It's something we're trying to break them out of. <laughs> all the time you have to engage you have to show some gratitude you can't just get stuck in your four walls unfortunately we do that too often in restaurants uh last thoughts from you uh, obviously you know you loved covering the scene and any of that what uh what are you excited about covering next what are you looking to do with your channels give us uh, some last thoughts uh, I mean, this has just been a really great opportunity for me to get out there and meet other food bloggers and really build a community with them and make new friends. And that's been the best part is meeting restaurant owners and meeting other foodies in Colorado that love the food scene as much as I do. Um, one of my favorite parts is the food festivals. So I'm super excited for uh, the Breckenridge Wine Classic that is coming up. I'm going to be attending the Big Eat um, coming up as well. Um, and then my students and I usually help uh, with the Denver Food and Wine Festival. So I'm right. excited that that will be back as well this year. So I'm really happy uh, with everything that I've accomplished with Colorado Foodie, and I'm excited to see where it goes. That's it. Keep it up. We appreciate <laughs> it. And uh, I will follow up with you after you are on our show because it means so much that you're sharing your voice, that you're willing to come out and talk to us. And uh, and it's it's a challenge getting the word out there about great independently owned restaurants. So you're doing good work. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. All right, everybody, that is it for this again, episode two of eight. So follow all these episodes as we are talking with content creators through Denver Restaurant TikTok Week. Again, this was Best Served Podcast 384 with Daniela Evans of Colorado Foodie. Uh, there'll be links to videos and to their uh, to the pages as well throughout all this week, as well as the Roundup article. And in that, Daniela breaks down some of the costs, what it takes to produce one video, because I think we need to understand the work that goes into this so that's it appreciate you all cheers thanks for listening to the best served podcast subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at best served podcast tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes